0: Okay. Oh, got it. Cool, cool, cool. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Silence Your Cell Phone. My name's Kevin here with my friend, my co host, and my DM, Jared Hubbard.
1: I do all of those things.
0: Yeah. What's up, buddy? For, for those of you who don't know what a DM is, Dungeon Master from Dungeons and Dragons, it is topical. It is topical.
1: And why is that, Jared? Uh, because Unless you've been under a rock. Stranger Things Season 4 came out last week.
0: That's right. Stranger Things 4 came out. We had an absolutely glorious week in movies and television. That's true. I absolutely loved it. So, before we get into everything, uh, Jared,
1: what did you watch this week? Uh, So, we obviously saw Top Gun. Yes. Which we'll discuss yeah. later. <laughs> yeah, we will. Uh, we watched Bob's Burgers on Memorial Day. We did. Uh, I spent all of my Sunday watching Stranger Things Season 4. Uh, yep. Basically from when I woke up to until I finished it. <laughs> um I've been watching, so like Kenobi... Hence, my background has gotten me really into like a big Star Wars mood. Nice. So, I've been watching Kenobi. Uh, I watched or I'm watching the Clone Wars right now. I never actually finished the show. Uh, so, I'm watching Clone Wars right now. I'll probably watch the Star Wars movies after that. Um, but that was pretty much it. Yeah, sounds busy. I do not watch a ton of movies. It was definitely a big tv week i have a question
0: yes sir In obi-wan is there anything as cute as baby yoda uh
1: and probably not as cute as baby yoda but there is there is young leia oh and she's pretty sassy she's a she's a fun character nice
0: sassy pants
1: yeah well sounds like you had a busy busy week yes sir and i know you are kind of in the same boat and you're 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 binging another nerdy show i am uh
0: so i i had watched okay so i had watched a couple seasons of game of thrones Mm -hmm. and this was a thing that me and my sister we would message each other like back and forth or whatever and i i you know i like to binge i like to watch yeah multiple episodes at once so and that's what i was doing i was waiting Except Katie, my twin, for those of you who don't know, Katie actually sent me a spoiler message about the death of my favorite character in the show. And I was heartbroken. I was devastated. I mean, it was awful. So, so I stopped. I completely boycotted Game of Thrones, right? And, and obviously, until the end, I didn't watch anything. Um, I heard about the ending being, you know, suboptimal for most people, Um, which is fine. Um, But yeah, I told myself I wouldn't, I wasn't going to watch it. And here we are, you know, however many years later. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it. It's time. So the last week, so last week I saw season one or like season one and a little season two, I think like 14, 15 episodes. Yeah. Um, I am currently about to be on season five. So I spent the large portion of my week watching Game of Thrones, uh, which is I think it's phenomenal. Of everybody, you know, yeah. it was obviously a, a global phenomenon. Um, Friday, I had a half day. Left work at twelve, got home around one, with a large pizza in my in my mitts, <laughs> and I watched Stranger Things until you know like one a.m. So I was done. Yep. And that was it. I mean, I was just the whole day was dedicated to the first half of the new season of Stranger Things because I've been waiting forever. I love the show. I always have. Um, so I did that. Obviously, we went and saw Top Gun Saturday. Yep. Um, We'll get into that here shortly. Bob's Burgers was on Monday, Memorial Day. And while I'm talking about it, I hope everybody got a chance to take some time to remember what it is we recognize on Memorial day. Yeah. Uh, those who have fallen, it's not veterans day. This is for people who have actually uh, paid the ultimate price. Yep. So hopefully everybody got a chance to, to recognize, recognize and, and celebrate that. Um, other than that, I mean, it's pretty much it for me on the week, but it was, I mean, it's been nonstop. Yeah. So we've been at it.
1: Yeah. Series can do that to you. And I mean, Clone Wars is like ten seasons or something like that.
0: Yeah, uh, so I got to uh, I, I watched a little bit of Clone Wars and I, yeah. I only the the first few episodes had uh, oh who's the the robot uh, Sidious no no oh Grievous Grievous yeah General Grievous um, I saw a little bit of that I think like maybe half a season yeah I always said I would watch it before I watched Mandalorian, which is why I haven't seen Mandalorian yet. So, I know. Don't, you know, don't give me that face. No, no, I'm just saying, like,
1: they're not really tied together.
0: Yeah, but I was told to watch them in order, like, the whole thing. You have to watch the Clone Wars. That's what I was told. Yeah, but, like... Is there no truth in that?
1: But, like, the Clone Wars happens, like, forever before the Mandalorian takes place. So, right, but I want to watch them. I want to
0: watch them in all of them in order.
1: I mean, I guess if you're like hell bent on that, but you don't you know what lose, I mean. Yeah, you don't lose one if you haven't seen Clone Wars. That's fair.
0: Maybe I'll give it a shot this week. I mean, after Game of Thrones, yeah, obviously I I say, you, got, you got a lot on your plate. I do, man. I do.
1: It's been exciting. It's been fun, really. Uh, but I think I don't know if there's anything coming out this week. So we might have another kind of down week before Jurassic Park next week. Which is fine. Yeah, I'll probably try to rewatch the Jurassic World movies by then.
0: Yeah. That was that was the thing I wanted to, to do. Um I don't care about watching
1: actually, Jurassic Park movies again. Well we can watch the
0: first one. Like that one yeah the first really. one's good. It's, it's just it's, it's en- just a good film. It's yeah. enjoyable. Yeah. Uh
1: the other two are not so much.
0: Yeah. You you know, can't win them all, I guess. I guess that's true. Um, so let's hop into, uh, which let's, one let's,
1: you want to do stranger things or top gun first?
0: Um, I think we should do, Oh, I think we should do stranger things first. And then the movies. Sure. Um, yeah, I think we should end with the movies, the sure. films. Um, so let's talk stranger things. Uh, season four. Yeah. It's so good. Here's, here's one of the things. That I loved about the new season. Play it on me. Are you familiar? I'm blurry. Why well, am I blurry? Yeah. There we go. Are you familiar with Robert England? Yes. Okay. Did you know he was in the fourth season of Stranger Things? Freddy Krueger himself. Who was he? Victor Creel. Oh. Yeah, I loved it. It's, and, and it's one of those little things that, I mean, I didn't notice it. I, I read about it. Um, that you just would go unnoticed. But it's such a cool cameo because the way um, Vecna, the, the main antagonist, works, he works a lot like Freddy Krueger. I mean, this is set in the 1980s. This is a very Krueger-esque bad guy. And he played Victor Creel, who is the father of said bad guy. Yeah. In Stranger Things 4. And
1: I thought it was awesome. I would have never. I like, just how, did, cool, I, I, how cool I just is didn't, that? I just didn't recognize him.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. it was just like, it's one of those things that I think the, the Duffer, the Duffer brothers, um, they do really well uh, with their with – their, obviously with their bet ba- with their bad guys in there right um just their general knowledge of of 1980s uh, not culture but um what's the word i'm looking for anyways with that time period with that era yeah um you know it's just it's really cool to see um so yeah that was one of the little nuggets that i
1: found that i that enjoyed is, that is nuts uh so i think and uh, maybe it's just because now the actors are a little older, so they feel more comfortable doing stuff like this with them. But the graphicness and the mature, like, I guess the maturity level or yeah. the, the content of this season is like 10 times, yeah, tenfold worse than what the other – stranger things yeah. it's, it's a much darker grittier season and it makes me wonder like why we weren't getting that the first three seasons
0: yeah it was definitely a lot darker um when poor what's that girl's name the first girl who died chrissy chrissy oh my yeah, god, that girl. i wasn't ready
1: yeah she got turned into a pretzel
0: yeah i was not prepared for like for that no at all. no um, it was gruesome. It was graphic. Um, it was super well shot. Like, I, I love the way the new season shot. I think you can tell that there's uh,
1: there's a little more budget. Yeah, they said, I think it was the Duffer brothers said that this was their Game of Thrones season. Yeah, uh, I think is what they alluded to. So I'm sure they have a little bit bigger budget. I mean, hell, this is probably Netflix Best show, yeah. I can't think of one that probably.
0: The only the only shows that I think could compete right now, probably Squid Games and
1: Arcane. I don't even think those. I mean, I think the viewership of Stranger Things was actually. Like... Oh no it was a it was a record. It it broke
0: the Downtown Abbey, Downtown Abbey, or however you say yeah. it. Uh, it broke their previous record. I think like 450 million people tuned in or something. Um, the previous record was like 190 or 200. I don't know. Yeah, it was it was pretty disparate. Was it disparate? is that? There's a separation there. yeah. Um, so I thought that was cool. Uh, we did get introduced to some new characters, great characters. great characters. Um, Eddie Munson. A huge fan. I I love him. I, I think he's great. Um, he is played by what's his name? Uh, Joseph Quinn. Never seen him before. Um, apparently, he was in Game of Thrones. Um, the guy is super talented. At first, I thought I was going to hate him. I like I did. I thought he was going to be like, because they were talking about how intense their DM was. And uh, they made him sound kind of like an asshole.
1: Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> And I, I mean, but like to be fair, I think like if you're not in that circle, he probably is an asshole. Yeah, I mean, you're probably right.
0: I, like he wasn't very nice to the captain of the basketball team. Yeah, but that guy's also a chotch. He so. is not not a chotch. Um, but yeah, no, his character's great. Like, here's the thing: in his situation, he watches Chris Chrisy get turned into a, a, a human pretzel, like you Fact, said. Facts. I don't think I stick around either.
1: No. (laughs) I'm out. (laughs) I'm for sure dipping. Because, like, the first thing I saw when he was like, dude, they're going to find this body and he's going to be there and there's going to be drugs everywhere. And it's just like, it's just not going to look good.
0: Well, and apparently, like, he had had, he he was problematic. Like, he had trouble previous troubles with the law apparently like he was yeah,
1: i mean obviously
0: like a like a rebel like a rebellious yeah. youth type deal
1: yeah i mean he's obviously very anarchist like that's sure. kind of that's kind of his vibe oh uh, he he's li-
0: metal man you know he's yeah, metal he,
1: he lives with his uncle who works night shift so he's never around we don't know what happened to his parents so you can right. like you can start piecing together probably a tough childhood he's sure. been held back like three or four years because he makes the <laughs> comment that I'm going to get my diploma. And they're like, didn't you say that last year? <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. So, apparently. He he's like 28.
1: So he's not what you would probably consider a good kid. Like if you were writing stuff down, sure. uh, but as the season goes, obviously we get a lot more backstory. We see him in a lot of other situations. Uh, and he, he is a good guy. Like he's got, yeah. he's got a big heart. He's not nearly as metal or scary as he wants people to believe. You know, even he says, he's like, I'm really good at running away. But I'm, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not going to fight conflict. Uh, you know, the
0: crazy thing is, is it, it reminds me of um, Joe Keery, the guy who plays Steve. Yeah. So I don't know if you remember Steve when he first got on the scene. Nobody liked him. Yeah. Right. He was Nobody also, liked the guy. He was also a charge. But. He completely turned it. I mean, he's like a
1: fan favorite now. Like yeah. everybody loves Steve, the babysitter, right? I'm, he's great. I'm gonna be hundred percent honest. If anything happens to Steve, exactly, I'm, go- I'm gonna riot.
0: Yeah, because he goes full on mama bear protection mode. Steve's a badass.
1: I don't care what anybody says. Dude, he just comes pretty- so he just comes so full circle. And yeah, you're far enough in Game of Thrones that you've probably seen it start. Uh, but like jamie lannister yes kind of had the same arc like there's well it's just visible development yeah Yeah. like
0: visible growth right and we've talked about it before where that's one of the things that we enjoy the most about any particular character is how far they've grown that we've got to watch we got to witness it firsthand right um and steve's just one of those
1: guys steve is and his relationship with henderson Oh yeah, it's dude, it's so it's funny. It's so funny. It was it was really cool
0: because uh, Eddie and Steve had that back and forth about how oh he, he loves you and he's like oh no man he thinks the world of you like yeah. you know, and uh, I just thought that was really cool. So
1: yeah, it was a very very good growing moment.
0: Sure. So I was one thing, I, two things I wanted to ask you about. Sure. So. Obviously I I've, I've been doing a lot of reading, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, Um one of the biggest critiques of the show is the the age thing. Okay. Clearly time has passed. Now in the story it's less than a year after season 3, right. So in real life obviously with with COVID and and things like that that happened, yeah you know they're all aside from one of the kids they're all legal adults they're all 18 plus right you know what i mean um so one of the biggest critiques that i've seen has been age now was that an issue for you in the season like what
1: no uh i mean i think everyone like i guess some of them look a little more like if you look at mike Mike's, yeah. yeah, Mike looks like a, he's huge. Yeah, he. It doesn't. It not help that he's like six four. Yeah, right? he's a super tall guy. But I mean, like honestly, puberty hits in high school, so like them. Yeah. I don't think there's a difference between them being eighteen and them being sixteen or seventeen, right? Like we we yeah. all know people who you leave for the summer and you come back and you're like, damn. <laughs> What the hell happened to you, (laughs) bro? Yeah. Like you get well, I was like, I was a big kid, right? But
0: like there's always that guy who, like, in seventh or eighth grade, like I was six two in eighth grade. Okay. I've grown like one inch since eighth grade. But there's always that guy that like started having facial hair super early in life.
1: Yeah. But but this is like I think when you hit 16, like your body starts catching up with you. Like you fill out. So like you were six two, but you probably weren't like
0: that was a buck fifty. Yeah, so you weren't away. you weren't
1: you weren't filled out right at what, at what you would end up being, right? Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, you're a grade
0: eight mm, beef.
1: Yeah, well, it deteriorates once you hit thirty.
0: Yeah, uh, it, it doesn't not deteriorate. Yeah.
1: So I I wish it would deteriorate a little bit more around the midsection. Yeah, dude, I'm with you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever yeah. everyone, everyone's losing, I'm finding. Yeah. But, no, I didn't have an issue with the age. I like. The only time I pay attention to that stuff, if it's like so noticeable, like in Dear Evan Hansen, I thought he he stuck yeah. out. He stuck out so bad. Like if you're 35 playing 18, that's way worse than if you're 18 playing 17 or 16.
0: Right. I get it. I, I was just wondering. I it wasn't an issue for me either. Um, it, it just seemed to be a, a big talking piece, um, and I I didn't know if that was something that you picked up on or even cared about. Uh, no,
1: I mean, the story was too good, and I was too enthralled in the world too. to care about, oh, Millie Bobby Brown, supposed to be 15, but she looks 18. Right. I didn't care about that, no.
0: Yeah. And I'd much oh, rather than keep... Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> 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 All
0: right. That's enough of that. Yeah. All right. Um yeah so that was that was one question I had <clears throat> uh the other question I had I forgot, but I had it hmm interesting uh I'll add another question while I'm thinking of that one sure um what was your take on the will Byers thing it, it was a, it was a big part of how people perceived the show about um about his sexuality uh, essentially it was a it was a focal point of a lot of the stuff that i had read uh people were like hey is this a thing like what's going on it was it was a question i asked so
1: i think so they never outwardly say it right they don't i think i think there are times where it could be interpreted that will likes mike yeah will likes mike um, But I also think that we have to, like, sympathize with Will a little bit because right. he basically spent a year of his childhood trapped in the Upside Down. Right. And so he's never – he goes in and he comes out and nothing's the same for him. Yeah. So, like, all of his friends have progressed. They're dating. He's having to move across the country. I think there is something to be said that maybe he's not gay, but maybe he just misses chilling in Mike's basement with all of his friends. I was like, Mike was his best friend out of the entire group. Uh, It was always him and Mike. They grew up together. And then all of a sudden, it's kind of like Mike doesn't have anything to do with him anymore. Not that Mike's a jerk or anything, but now you're kind of competing for his time. Um, so I could see him having feelings for Mike. Uh, it's not like in your face. Sure. Actually, like they didn't real, I don't, I didn't think they rewrote any of Will's characters or added anything to his character that he hadn't shown in the previous seasons. Sure. Um,
0: cool. No, I like it. I just, I wanted you to take it. It was a, it was a hot, uh, hot, hot topic that, that I had seen. Um, I think if
1: they wanted him to have feelings for Mike, they would. And it might happen in the last two episodes, but I I mean, they're not shy about it. Robin's gay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's in love with the flute player, whatever her name is. Uh, So it's not like they tiptoe around the, you know,
0: right. Yeah. And that's, you know, and you're right. And that's the thing is like you're, um, you know, it was it wasn't anything that I thought was outside of Will Byers' character. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know. I thought it was very tastefully done. I thought it was cool.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, you know, it, it's 21st century. Dude, love who you love. Um, uh, yeah. You know, but uh, but yeah, no. I, and you've seen cases where it's done in a manner that I I don't think is uh like well to do. I think it's more political message i don't think this right. is that at all i think it's the character
1: no and when you get to these like big shows and these huge fandoms like i think people reach so far sure and anytime especially two guys like anytime there's just like a true friendship in shows people want them or start shipping them up like you yep. know it's it it's very Seldom that like guys being friends doesn't turn into people saying like, "Oh, they're into each other." Like, right? You know,
0: yeah. Nicholas Flamel couldn't ha- couldn't hang out with Dumbledore without the world thinking that they were something. So. Right. And, I
1: mean, in, in in every anime we watch, it's just like if there's yeah. two characters like Skate. I don't know if you watch Skate, but like Yeah. The, I with you. yeah so the whole show is just the two guys being bros. Yeah. And yeah. then the internet just wants them to not be that, to, have, to have a relationship together. <laughs> and it's like people, yeah. people just can't accept that. Like, if, if I have one more person,
0: one more fan come up to me and say, Hey, are you and Jared an item? I'm done. Yeah. Done with it. I'm kidding. Exactly.
1: All of the fans we have. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah I think
0: people stretch things. So I, I remembered my last question. Okay. And it's about, David Harbour's character,
1: yeah,
0: who I think the world loves. Okay. I think he is a fan favorite. A hundred percent. Um what do you think about this completely separate Russian prison arc? Um, it seems to me like a lot of wasted time like away from you know the the focal point which is the you know the city that what's the name of the city Hawkinsville or Hawkins yeah um I don't know it I don't I'm not gonna say it detracts from the story I don't think it does and I do love hop and I I can't wait till they're free and and I want to see how that plays out um but it just seems to me like maybe less time could have been spent on it
1: yeah, I. Yeah. I'm kind of with you. It was my least favorite part of the season. Yeah. And it's like Hopper is a fan favorite. Sure. Yeah. But he's well, not, not he's not a a focal point of the story at this point. Sure. Right? Like he was more important when he was the, like the caretaker of 11 because yeah. 11 is obviously the focal point of where the story is going but it was shown in episode seven she opened the first like she basically i don't know if she created the upside down but she opened the first hole so she's the focal point uh it would have been cool if they would have just rescued him like four episodes earlier but like him having to go through the the escape scene just to get caught again because the guy backstabbed them and now they're back and he has to fight the Demi Gorgon or whatever they're calling it from the in-between that the Russians have captured. Yeah. That's a Demi Gorgon. Uh, yeah. So it's just like, and now, I mean, if they tie it all together at the end and they can like make it worth something with the Russians and whatnot. Yeah. But
0: so, I before we get off the topic of Stranger Things, sure, I want to discuss possibly two of my possibly favorite characters in the show.
1: Okay,
0: Argyle Steven, Steve who I love. Art, well, I'm oh, Argyle's, Argyle's Steve, so funny, you know, Argyle's fantastic. I love the dude, you know, everybody. I, it's it's good for a show this exhausting to have the kind of comic relief that comes yeah. from a pothead. Like our just a typical stoner dude, man. A hundred percent. Like he's peace, love, happiness. He's chill. All he wants to do is, is, is puff reefer. That's it. He doesn't care yeah. about anything else, he's chilling. Yeah. Um Argyle's great. And then I forget, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta pull up the, the thing here because the guy. Oh, what is his name? Which guy? Um, the, the guy with no, the Russian dude with Byers' mom, Murray. Mur- Murray, yeah, he's so funny, yeah. So, Murray, Murray Bauman, yeah. yeah. Um, played by what's his name, Brett Gelman. So I also love him, and I wanted to shout him out. Um, word on the street is that he's actually getting a lead role in a uh, comedy series on Showtime. Nice. Yeah, so super excited for him. Um, but, yeah, he's also one of my favorite parts of the entire show. So
1: so, so let me ask you, do you have a favorite scene?
0: Mm-hmm. Is that favorite from the new season?
1: Yeah, because I think there's one – perfect scene one perfect scene yeah
0: um honestly my favorite scene was when max gets out of the upside down
1: yeah i think that that's what i would think the perfect scene is
0: really her yeah her running yeah, yeah it was insane i'm actually glad that i'm glad you said that because to me that was probably the best part of the show so far it was just really cool like you if you just watched like that scene it's like a microcosm of the entire show yeah um essentially you know somebody in trouble gets a lot of help from from close friends and
1: and it's not even um, just like someone it's someone we are invested in like she's a she's yeah. at this point she's a major player in oh i love Max. yeah
0: she's great and and the whole letter thing yeah like that that was like to be however old she's supposed to be let's assume like 15 or 16
1: yeah it's, i think they're all supposed to be 15
0: and to have to confront the idea that you're, you're gonna die um i don't know about 15 year old jared but 15 year old kevin's not taking that well Let me tell you,
1: it's not only that you literally just watched your brother die. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Like Billy's barely cold at this point.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I don't know, man. She, she had, and you could tell, like, obviously, she had it rough. Dad's not there. Stepdad was an asshole. Um, you know, her relationship with her mom is rocky because her mom's an alcoholic. She lives in a trailer park. Like,
1: yeah, but I mean, her mom's an alcoholic now but she also just lost her son so well her son. but yeah, yeah
0: yeah it was her because it wasn't like her son
1: yeah and then um, i guess max addressed it in the letter when she was like you know your stepdad left but i don't think he could handle losing you not yeah. being there and stuff right. like that so and max is tough like yeah he's, she's tough as nails yeah we Uh, love max so getting to watch her be vulnerable and hopefully
0: since her ordeal with vecna got uh stymied yeah hopefully she won't be in jeopardy in the future episodes yeah the hopefully she's safe
1: the song that she plays to escape is actually it's actually number one on itunes right now yeah i saw
0: that it's pretty awesome that's the power of Is it it kate bush kate Mm. kate moss i think kate Kate moss
1: i downloaded it
0: yeah no it's kate bush you're right kate bush yeah yeah um yeah they were talking about winners and losers of the new season and she was one of the big nice big winners yeah so that's pretty cool apparently it was so stranger things season four was number one in like all 90 countries that netflix uh is in yeah uh i think they're the first tv show to do that i mean the viewership was way up and Jarrett, netflix watches our show
1: they yeah yeah but i hate him for it so yeah. it's like to me you're either all in or you're all out right you shouldn't let me binge seven episodes and then tell me you can't watch the <laughs> finale of it like if you're gonna make me like wait spoon feed it to me week by week don't give me like oh here's, here's the climax wait a month well,
0: apparently, the last episode is like two and a half hours. Yeah, it's a movie. Pumped.
1: We're getting a Stranger Things movie
0: yeah. finale. So oh. Oh. sorry, I we was going to say another thing. Um, the episode length was another hot topic. People did not, some people did not take it well, they thought it might have been a little too much. I
1: loved it. I don't I know did. how you feel, dude. I'm, I, I think, it's, all of it. Like, if it's an hour and 15 minutes and I the hour and 15 then sure it's an issue but when it's an hour and 15 minutes and i feel like i've been sitting there for 25 then no i don't have an issue like the pacing of the show is great something always happens it ends on a cliffhanger every episode like the stakes are so high yeah uh in this no. episode Do you, i mean we ended with like the big reveal of who the bad guy was and how l essentially like created him Thanks, L murderer. Yeah. Well, I mean, he he tricked her into being her friend and then she removed the thing that was yeah. keeping him in shit. Is. I think yeah. it's like a I like I equated it to like a governor on a car. Like yeah. like it just caps your power. Sure. And then she removed it and he was just free to go murder every yeah. all all the kids. I thought for sure
0: L murdered all them kids. Yeah. I did. I I, thought, think, I mean straight up. I'm, I think
1: I think that's good for her to remember because in her mind I think she thought she killed all those kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Well, and
0: then they started bullying her, and I was like, God, kill them all. Like, I don't yeah. care about
1: these kids. Yeah, they deserved it. Yeah. Uh, so give me your predictions. Right now, okay. Nancy is cursed. Yes. Where do we go from here? Um, so Nancy
0: to me is is safe. Uh, purely because she is deserving of a happily ever after hopefully with Jonathan it- if he stops being a pilot. Oh, um, so
1: you're, you're, you're on team Nancy Jonathan? So here's the thing,
0: right? I do like Nancy Jonathan because I've seen Jonathan do great things, right? And obviously it's like you said, give this man a break. He's been through hell. But Steve... You know? Steve's great. Steve's wonderful and I hope he finds a wonderful woman and they have 12 kids, you know, I love Steve. I just don't want Steve with Nancy cause he's been there. His, yeah, his but no, no, that, that. Was,
1: that was old Steve.
0: This is, yeah. new, this
1: is new Steve.
0: Yeah. But like that's,
1: you know, already a thing.
0: you know, it's it's cool. Like, you know, let them do them. You know what I mean? Give them happily ever at you get your own. Um, I don't know who it would be with. Obviously, like for me, the chick that he, I think he's super close with, she's obviously not interested in men. Right. Um, But like that would be awesome. Is there a chance
1: that Rob and Nancy is a thing? Rob and Nancy? Robin and Nancy.
0: No. No shot. No
1: shot. Okay. No shot. I think Robin's going to save her. I'm cool with that. So there's two things. I'm either cool Robin either Robin saves her or we solidify Steve and Nancy. It could be. And, and Steve sings her favorite song because he remembers it when they dated. And he sings it for her while they're in the Upside Down and she escapes that way. And then all is right with the universe. Because Steve's progressed. Jonathan just smokes a lot of weed now. I do, but I will say this. I think
0: one of the kids will die. Well, we know – I I read that there's going to be a fifth season. Yeah, there is. It's guaranteed. It'll oh, be okay. the final season. That's it.
1: Well, they, did they say that this season?
0: No, no. They said – no. They, they got approval for two more seasons. Oh, okay. So, it was always like five was going to be it. Well, when they got the approval. Um, so, I think – I think Henderson might go. I think Lucas might go.
1: I'm trying to think. I think Henderson's too important to. Everybody loves him. That's what I'm saying. Dustin, I think. Yeah. I think. I think it'll be maybe Mike. Mike.
0: Mike might go. For like, might go. if Mike goes, L's gone in season
1: five. Calling it. Oh well, yeah. If if Mike goes, like, I think Mike dying pushes L. Off the cliff. I think I think she yeah I think she's a goner. I mean, if you kill Henderson, it's like sad, but it's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, Will Will could could die. We basically didn't have him all of season one, and we were fine. Yeah, Lucas. Will Will could go. Sure. Yeah, I think like Henderson's the only one of the kids I wouldn't be okay with. Yeah, I feel the same way. God, if Lucas dies, Max is just, she's done for. She's got nobody left to curse. She's
0: truly cursed. That poor girl. Oh, goodness.
1: I mean, Hopper could die.
0: He could, and he might. Like, obviously, I think there's a a market for Hop, for Harbor in real life. Um, Clearly, he was in Black Widow as uh, the father.
1: Yeah um i don't know i could see it i guess we'll find out in the last two episodes like what happens well, and where where we go from there we have to wait a month
0: yeah we'll be back don't you worry guys um but yeah so stranger things season four if you haven't seen it i don't know i don't know what's keeping you from it but go ahead and watch it it's yeah. fantastic um let's let's go ahead and move on let's get the, the movie portion of the day Sure. Um, well, I say we start Bob's Burgers, end with Top Gun. I think sure. that should be the, the the appropriate way to do it. Um, Bob's Burgers, for those of you who have not listened before, uh, I've always been the more uh I've always been the fan of the raunchy animated comedy series. It's kind of my niche, it's like a thing that I enjoy. I'd seen Bob's Burgers episodes before, I thought it was okay. Uh big fan of H. John Benjamin.
1: Yeah, it's not as raunchy as some of his other stuff, like it's not nearly as raunchy as Archer or anything. It,
0: yeah, yeah. No, Archer is hands down, probably my favorite animated uh comedy, like out there. Yeah, it like, it's so. just so good. It is so funny. Um, so big fan of him. So I knew it would be good. Like, there's there's definitely talent in the cast. Um, let's see. We had H John Benjamin, obviously, Christian Shaw. Uh, she was in the end of the world movie or TV show. I don't remember what it was called. She's got kind of an annoying voice personally. Like this is that, that's just how I, it's Louise. With,
1: with Louise or the daughter? Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's Louise. Um, uh, Tina. Wait. So Linda, Linda's the wife. Yeah. Cause he calls her, he calls her Lynn. Uh that's actually voiced by a man, John Roberts. Oh jeez. <laughs> yeah.
1: I had no yeah. idea.
0: Yeah. Um Tina is also voiced by a man, but you can tell. Like that is a yeah. masculine voice yeah. that <laughs> Tina's got. Tina's so funny. You know? Um Zach galifianakis is in it as one of the uh vocal talents. Gary Cole. Um, who a lot of you guys would probably recognize from Talladega Knights. He was the dad, yeah, uh, volunteer firefighter. <laughs> uh, Nick Kroll was in the, in the, uh, also lent his vocal talents to the, uh, to the movie, and Kevin Klein, another one. So it was, cast was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I actually read, Jarrett, that they had a $60 million budget to make this movie. Um, and I, that kind of surprised me for I, what I think is kind of a uh, more of a, has a more of a cult following than yeah. anything. Um, but I mean, they made, I want to say or somewhere in the 12 to $15 million week one.
1: Uh, as of right now, it's about 17 million.
0: Yeah. Which I, I, obviously it's a week and a half in, I get it. Um,
1: and it had, probably the stiffest competition
0: yeah that's what i was gonna say like they were bold to open the same week as top gun um i don't know if that was wishful thinking on their part like hey we get a chunk of this or or i I don't know like what the motivation was behind it i think think it probably could have gone 15 maybe 20 million a week one any other literally any other week of the year
1: you know, my thinking is maybe they were just banking on the extra day. Like, maybe. okay, so if you have to compete against a movie, because we're essentially getting blockbusters all summer. So yeah. if you're going to compete against a movie, maybe you do it on a weekend where people work a half day on Friday and they're off Monday. So they sure. have a little extra time to get to the theater. Uh, instead, oh, I instead of, oh, I have to, I'm only going to see one movie this week. Where I have, or if I'm going to see a movie this week, it's going to be Jurassic Park, and then Sunday, and then I work Monday. So right. maybe they were just saying, "Hey, this is the best time for us to compete," and we we'll I, just, I mean, we'll just throw it out there. If that if that's the reasoning, I don't hate
0: it. I really don't. I'm cool with the extra day thing. I think that's cool. Yeah. Um,
1: I mean, we probably wouldn't have seen it had it not been you being off on a Monday yeah
0: well I said you know I said last week that I'd probably watch it just because it is a thing that I I enjoy um it's like a guilty pleasure of mine just the the raunchy you know adult humor comedy um and I'm gonna tell you I was pleasantly surprised it was so funny how funny it actually was uh a lot of times these things don't necessarily live up to to the like what you get on on an episode, right? Usually a little bit funnier than the. I thought the movie was hilarious. Um, I could have done without the music. I don't know yeah. how you felt. It seemed out of place to me, but whatever. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean it was. I thought it was a good movie, and clearly the critics agreed. I mean, I'm looking at IMDb right now. I mean, you're talking about a a seven and a half out of ten. Yeah, it's got IMDb
1: eighty six on Rotten Tomatoes
0: that's insane it really is that is so much higher than i would have said like go, like beforehand I'd, i would have been surprised out of five i would but have been surprised
1: i think it's because they stuck to their guns you know i feel like a lot of times when these animated tv shows try to transition into movies they try to do more than what they were doing that made everybody love the tv show right Sure. And so in this movie was basically just like three Bob's Burger episodes tied together and yeah. they they knew the funniest part of their show were the kids. And so a lot of the focus was on the kids.
0: And they didn't disappoint. No, and they were they all were great.
1: They like <laughs> the the trio of all of them was fantastic.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and then the the one guy, I don't know who who what his name is teddy maybe the guy who plays the everyday customer he's like the regular oh, yeah. guy who built them the grill Yeah, the cart yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he's great um and you know you, the, he was in the movie like they did a really good job of, of keeping true to what people like about the show in the first place and i think that's a good recipe or a good place to start whenever you're making a uh you know made for theaters movie out of a tv show yep you know so yeah you're
1: absolutely right um yeah i enjoyed it yeah i mean i was talking one of the girls that works uh with me she's a big bob's burgers fan really yeah like most of the time when we talk about tv shows she's always talking about bob's burgers and she was like is it worth seeing in a theater I told her she didn't like. There was no rush. Uh, I don't think you lose anything.
0: I don't either. You don't? Uh, Not
1: really. Yeah. So it's like because I don't know how long it'll be in theaters, um, but no, I don't think you have to rush out and see it. It'll definitely be on Hulu or some streaming service. Super yeah. fast. Sure. So.
0: Yeah, it won't. It won't necessarily stick around. But you know, I've seen crazier things.
1: I have seen weirder things.
0: Um, did you watch uh, real quick? I thought you watched the Chippendale.
1: Did you watch that this week? No, I talked, week? I talked about that last week.
0: Okay. I just, I wasn't sure. Sorry. I didn't mean to get off on a no, tangent. You're, there. you're all good. Um, so that was the Bob's Burgers movie. For those of you who haven't seen it, by all means, you don't have to rush to theaters to, to you. It's, I mean. If the usual medium that you watch it on is television, it's perfectly fine. On on waiting for, for it to hit a streaming service. Yeah. Now, I believe we should discuss Top Gun. I I think it's time. We waited long enough. We've we've had we've got some people watching that have probably been just just waiting on the edge of their seat for. Top Gun, critique. Tell me about Top Gun, Jared.
1: Uh, Top Gun is probably one of the most fun movies I can remember watching since we have started this podcast. Like, I'm not saying it's the best movie I've ever seen because obviously there are better films. But I think as a Top Gun fan, and just as a movie fan this is probably one of the most well-done sequels of any franchise I've ever seen so
0: to me and this is how this is how I feel about it if you look at it from two different perspectives and you have the top gun perspective
1: mm-hmm.
0: all things top gun top gun universe and then you have just the film perspective i think you get a b plus to an a minus i think you get an absolute hundred from the top gun in the top gun universe i think people who are fans of the original top gun will probably call that the perfect top gun movie because i think that's what it was i agree it was phenomenal and and when i say that what i mean and and it was a good film don't get me wrong i'm not i'm not I'm not saying it was bad by any means, right? Uh, but you're right. We have seen better movies like we've seen better movies this year, right? It was good, but if it's just the top gun universe, it's a, it's a perfect score from the casting to the writing to the shot selection. And you got to understand how difficult it must be to shoot a movie where you're in the sky for half of it. Yeah. Right. you don't really it's incredible
1: you can't afford to mess up a take
0: yeah no it's not a (laughs) thing you literally can't afford it because you have to rent these planes for hundreds of thousands of dollars an hour yeah right um and they're on loan from like the government like we're paying
1: they were actually getting the top gun pilots to flew the planes for the movie which is awesome yeah
0: right i think it's great um I think what I enjoyed most about Top Gun was yes, there was like nostalgia.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Obviously, everybody knows the everybody knows about Goose, right? Yeah. Everybody loves Goose. Yeah, you with me, Goose? You know what I mean? Um having Goose's son play as one of the main characters and, and I apologize. I should know his name by now. Miles Teller. Miles Teller. Yeah, um, supremely talented. I don't know that they could have casted it any better. Now, he looks like he does. Goose and Meg Ryan's son. I I literally like. I yeah, when he, I saw his face, I said, I mean, it looks it looks like Goose.
1: Yeah, when he had the mustache, I was like, yeah. yeah, dude, it's it's just their son. So
0: it was really cool, and, and the dynamic. Between him and Mav, um, just supremely well. Like, it was so tastefully done, um, because obviously they're not going to be best buds, right? Like, no. and they even say, like, to fill in for the time gap, they, you know, he obviously tried to at least be some kind of a father figure, you know, and do right by him. Yeah, and there was some. Uh, resentment, right on on the on behalf of his son, yeah, uh, who Goose, goes by Rooster.
1: Yeah, uh, Rooster's mom did, didn't want him to fly, so Maverick pulled his, yeah, avia- pulled his papers. Av- yeah, aviator papers, which set him back like four years. Uh, but yeah. Rooster obviously didn't know because you know even uh, Maverick well, it, said, "I didn't want him yeah. to resent me and his mom."
0: Right, uh, right, which is and you get it. Like, you understand the position that Maverick's in. Like, what do you say to that? You know what I mean?
1: It's so cool seeing a more vulnerable Maverick. Like, the scene of him, like, looking through the bar when Miles is playing the great balls of fire on the piano. Yeah, man. And they, like, like clip in the scene Uh, from the original when it's him and his dad doing it. And it's just, like, getting to see Tom Cruise act is, I mean, it's. It's always good. Like Tom Cruise is a master class actor, uh, and yeah, now he, he na- now he got to do it with a character that in the first one was just Billy Badass.
0: Oh, uh, it was a little different, a little different Maverick this time around. I mean, still yeah. kind of the same,
1: but a little different. Well, you could tell, like, and obviously that was the main thing of the movie was he never let go of Goose's death. Yeah, like even when he was teaching and they couldn't complete the, the mission in time. And they're like, okay, what are you going to tell her parents at her funeral? Because you couldn't get it done. And I was yeah. like, well, I do. Ouch. That hit different. Yeah. yeah.
0: I did not feel great. Um, I will say one thing, and this is probably the one thing that I wish they had done a little differently.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Obviously Tom Cruise is 60. Right. right. And I'm not saying he doesn't he clearly doesn't look 60 okay but in the yeah. in the movie he's playing as a guy who is pretty old yeah he's an, he's an older guy in the film um his ability to relinquish the the pilot title and, and become a more willing teacher I think to me that could have been a little bit like when okay so when he first becomes the instructor at top gun right he doesn't just like he takes the manual he throws it away he said i'm going to teach you and and how does he do it he teaches them by kicking their ass Facts. right so you're still just seeing pilot tom cruise he's not teaching them anything he's teaching them how to get their ass beat in the in air
1: right right
0: and obviously it did get a little bit better but the transition to me was a little rocky because i wanted a a sort of like a, like a Yoda-esque, like, I wanted him to be, like, a, a teacher. I wanted him to mold the young future talent. Um, and at the end, he ended up still having to be the team leader for the mission. Like, the, he didn't even groom anybody, really, to lead the
1: mission. Like, he, he just uh, did it himself. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yes and no. Uh, I agree with you to some extent, but, like, He was always having that identity crisis as he is like his, he is a pilot, the pilot is him. Like he's nothing more than a pilot. That's why he never wanted to get promoted. Right. Uh, And letting go of that is hard. I think, I think the only reason he got made team lead was because the confidence that he instilled in his students. Right? Well, I
0: think that came when he showed them it could be done. Because that's yeah. what
1: that's what he said. He said, "We keep showing them that they're going to die on this mission, and if right. they can, if they don't believe that they can succeed, the mission's already failed." Yeah. So yeah. I think I think they needed him up there. Sure. Uh, and I mean, all of them grew. They did. Like it's we see Hangman. Come around. We yeah, see, probably we see, the most growth. Yeah, we see Rooster get over his fears. Yeah. So it's not like he wasn't teaching them anything. Uh, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. I, you know, for me, it was just I wanted more of
0: a uh, sensei student, like master student relationship kind of deal. Yeah. Uh, I,
1: I also think he was like written to be team lead so we could get the him flying co pilot with. Yeah, Rooster, we did. Rooster and yeah, the, the F fourteen. So like, if he's not the team lead, dude. we don't we don't get to see him do oh. like do like the whole Maverick goose thing again. And the, dude, and the the it was so well
0: done. Like him saving Rooster, like the the whole body block to flare, yeah combo. Oh. Probably oh. one of the sickest shots. oh we haven't seen. even
1: we haven't even touched on how. insane the flight sequences are uh yeah the
0: aerial stuff is just phenomenal everything everything this like top gun the first movie wanted to be but they were limited uh purely by technology like they did not have what we have today and you like you can see that here um i mean it was art
1: the whole third act the whole third act is insane when they drop below the clouds and then they fly under the bombs that are getting shot at the yes, at the landing strip or the
0: it was so cool yeah. at the airport yeah, yeah dude. dude it's dude. just it's just like crazy
1: and then when they enter the coffin corner or whatever they were calling it and they have to start using their flares and barrel rolling out of the sam turrets I'm like, yeah dude, this is just like everything you could ever want in a dogfight movie
0: yeah it yeah, it was phenomenal, dude. I was such a big fan of how they how well it was shot, the story itself, you know, Mav saving Rooster, and then them getting out, and they're like, you know, Mavs Mav crashed his plane. He he deployed. He, he yeah, he was he, out. He was an enemy, he was behind enemy lines. Yeah. And, and Rooster was like, nah, fam, I gotta go back. Yeah. That's my boy. And he did. And he saved his life. And then he had to hit the ejecto Cedo, right? Yeah. Because his plane went down. It was crazy. And then, of course, they steal an enemy plane because it's Maverick, dude. He doesn't give a single – he doesn't care.
1: No. Right? It's not the first time he stole that movie. Yeah. It was – dude, I loved it.
0: Absolutely loved it. Well, that's just – I don't know.
1: I mean, it's got a 99 audience score. I think that's completely warranted. It's got a 97 critic score. I think that's completely warranted. It's I older. saw
0: people in the theater that I believe in my heart of hearts hadn't been to a movie theater in 10, 20 years. Uh,
1: dude, it's, uh, so, Dan Merle was talking about it, and he said something like 55% of tickets sold were people 35 and older. That's awesome. Yeah, He's, and he said where the usual target demographic is 18 to 32, because those are the people that they think turn out for movies. That's crazy. Well, it it's, it, true. It's, it's true. It's true. But I don't think it's because people will just say 40 plus, because, I, I mean, we were probably dropping the average median of the oh of our yeah, theater. Absolutely. Yeah, of our theater. So, but, like, I don't think it's that they won't go to a movie. I just don't think they'll sit through a political piece. Yeah. Where, you know, if it would have, if that movie would have been built, you know, some super political movement piece in Top Gun, they would have never gone to see it. I think you're right. But what that movie was, it is a Top Gun movie. And we can't say it had a strong female lead. Oh, Phoenix he was, was great. great. She wasn't overly sexualized. She wasn't she a was, love interest of anybody. Yeah, like, no, she was not at all. Lead. Like you could tell oh. her and Rooster had some history, but it was never expanded upon. Like no. they they cared for each other, but I right. think they were they were in the same. It was top.
0: platonic, though.
1: It seemed like yeah. like to me at least. Yeah, they were, the time? I think they were in the same Top Gun class. Sure. Right. So, and they had worked with each other before, outside or something like that. But Phoenix was a super strong character. She got to fly in the last mission. And she uh, was and Bob's partner, dude. Bob yeah, and, was a homie. Yeah, and they had the super nerdy co-pilot Bob with no call we sign. Love Bob. <laughs> yeah, his call sign Bob. Yeah. So <laughs> it was just it was just everything I think that generation looks for in a movie. I would sure. also anticipate them to have a very strong show out for the Elvis movie. Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: I actually did some reading on that man it's mixed reviews like yeah, there were there was some mixed like they're saying that Tom Hanks was not good in the film
1: oh uh, well which is I uh, uh, I mean all all, Tom I, can, Hanks, it's, all uh, I can say is what I saw of their showing at the cons Film festival yeah and it said it got a 12 minute standing ovation
0: yeah so apparently the word the word that I've heard and this is from the Cannes Film festival was that the lead actor, the guy who plays Elvis, was phenomenal. Right. They say he just he he was the best part of the movie. He's a gem. Um, I heard that Tom Hanks was like his character was almost unnecessary. That's just some I mean, of the the critiques out, and it's been very mixed from what I could tell. I mean,
1: that might be fair,
0: but I've, the lead the lead is
1: he's on. He's what's going to carry the movie anyway. I mean, it's an Elvis movie. Yeah like i'm sure and you know it's so hard to tell and i would have to ask my parents because obviously they were around when Elvis was a thing right um about tom cruise's character or i mean tom hanks's character cuz like the problem is like if you are cast as a real life annoying character yeah then it's not your fault like if that's how that guy talks and his mannerisms and the way he acted
0: then right was well, wasn't no, that not. was the thing. It's not like okay. apparently his real manager was like from Swedish or something, and Tom Hanks is like Colonel Sanders
1: okay. in the film.
0: You know what I mean? Um, so apparently that like that's one of the sticking points. Another one was how long the film was, and how quickly they spanned like thirty years of Elvis's life. Like it's they said it's sporadic like how fast are they are they
1: saying the movie's too short
0: well there's no they're saying they're saying that i think it's a pacing issue from from what i've read that seems to be one of the biggest like sticking points for it just being you know an all right film right um but then there are people who obviously loved it right um, but I think most of the credit for that film is going to be in the lead. I th-
1: oh, I'm a hundred percent on the Austin Butler wins an Oscar for this movie train.
0: Yeah. It could certainly happen.
1: Yeah. I don't care about,
0: I games. mean, a biopic like Will Smith won in a biopic last year.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, if, that, you, it, if you do a
0: biopic, right. It'll get yeah. you there. Absolutely. I think the, Oh, I don't think that won an Oscar, never mind. I was thinking about The Imitation Game, but I don't think that was an actual like a true biopic. I mean, I think it was loosely based on
1: Yeah, I don't know when it was released or how many theaters it was released in yeah. as well.
0: So, um, but anyways, back to Top Gun.
1: Oh, yeah, I mean, you <laughs> we talking about I got nothing else to say about Top Gun. Uh, yeah, the Dude, it hit just, it hit all the notches for me. I'm glad Val Kilmer got in it. Yes. Uh, I looked up some pictures of him after, and like the reason he was wearing a scarf in the movie was yes. because his throat is destroyed from chemo.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Like he looks awful. Oh, and, I did not know that. He looked good in the film. Well,
1: no, and I think I think that took everything he had to do that scene. Like the the six words he got to speak, like speak. Yeah. I, th- I think it was actually that might've been it for yeah. Well, his physical uh, capacity. Cause for those of you who don't know, he's, he's battled throat cancer for a very long time now. Yeah. Uh, years. And and it's been tough on him. Um, but I'm glad he got to be in the movie. Yeah, it was,
0: it was really and, and I thought they did it so well. Um, I think it's, again, it's one of those things that makes it like perfect in the Top Gun world yeah. is that we did get to see Iceman. Um, obviously the uh and i meant to say this before but the former lead leading lady um she's had like a rough go yeah, kelly at, kelly at, yeah she's had like a rough go at life and and you know obviously some some things have happened to her that you know you can read about it i'm not going to talk about it yeah. um you know so there wasn't i don't think there was ever really a chance she was going to come back and make a cameo no uh, she, I mean, and she looks like just way different. Like life has just really been, been brutal. Um And it'd be like that. Like it just, it just be like that.
1: Yeah. But I mean like him having a love interest that was always a bartender at. Yeah. And Penny the, was awesome. Yeah. yeah the, the bar he went to all the time. Sure.
0: Makes yeah. a lot of sense.
1: He goes, cool. he, he goes in and out of Top Gun all the time. He's, he's Maverick. He sleeps around. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He, go, he goes in, he gets deployed, go, goes in, gets deployed made sense they didn't have to elaborate on much no no. everything they did was fine
0: yeah they gave us a fine enough background story on, on all. like they didn't have to go through an entire like you know history between the two like we got it like they had been romantic before yeah you know um and i thought their relationship was awesome i thought the dynamic between Cruz and and the daughter was was great yeah you know when he fell off the balcony (laughs) <laughs> what she had clearly done before because she was waiting for literally him just out. staring at him. And she was like, uh yeah, just don't break her heart again, bro. Yeah. And so, you know. But yeah, I thought that was cool. Um, yeah, just this was just a phenomenal film. I, I'd give it a four out of five. Yeah, I'm just gonna, film score. Yeah, I'm gonna give it uh, a four and
1: a half because sure. I love the top gun world. Yeah, no, I, I mean it's
0: great. Uh,
1: top gun top gun top gun universe 100 perfect movie it was great yeah i think it's exactly what we talked about i guess it was probably two weeks ago maybe it was last week i don't think it was better than the Northmen Mm -hmm. or the massive weight yeah age movie but i think i enjoyed it more than probably both of those movies sure but sure but again
0: you as a fan of Top Gun, you got everything you could possibly oh, want out of it. Dude, everything
1: and more. Yeah. Really. So yeah.
0: I mean, it was great. It was. You know, a lot of these things, like a lot of times we go to a movie theater. Nowadays, and we're t- we're wanting to look at oh, like it could be uh Oscar nominated for this or that. Like we're we're looking at it from that perspective. But you know, the cool thing about Jared and I is that we're more common, man.
1: Yeah. Like
0: that's something that like we that's not always what we're looking at. Like we could give we could care less, could not care less, couldn't care less. Yeah. Uh if a film is made for an award. Like we just want to go into a movie theater and like a movie. Yeah, and, and have a good time. And enjoy ourselves. And that's what we got. Like Top Gun was like the perfect Top Gun movie. I don't know what oh. to tell you. Dude, I knew you know? like
1: I instantly started <laughs> smiling when the opening credits start rolling, and Danger Zone plays. And it's just perfect. It's it's almost like a mirror image of the start of the first Top Gun. Of of them on the ship, sending You even
0: said, you made a Kenny Loggins reference last week, I think. You know, it was
1: just great. Yeah, and I was just like, dude, as soon as I heard heard Danger Zone, I was like, yeah, this is going to be sweet.
0: This is a Top Gun movie. We're in it. Like, we're here. Yeah. You know, so – um if you haven't gotten to see it go watch it uh it's yeah truly, it broke it broke records like it's uh it's 150 tougher. million i no. think me and jared we 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 talked about it before the film we did. i remember we did and uh jared was like how much you know week one what, what do you have right i was like 70 million which is a lot for it those is. of you who aren't savvy like that that is a that is a ton it's a lot of um, millions. a lot of millions there's a lot of millions and it's a lot for week 1 like period like but we just talked about Bob's Burgers had 12 million week 1 yeah. right 70 million was my guess jared what was i don't remember, third 40 30 I said 40, I, th- 50? I said
1: 37 cuz 37 I, I had no faith in the demographic that it was targeting to yeah. come, to come out in the volume it did i and get then, it and then we sat in a packed theater 156
0: million dollars week one yeah tom cruise's highest grossing week one in any movie that he's ever done first and time guess he, what folks he's done a lot of them
1: yeah first time it's ever his opening weekend's ever broken a hundred million
0: so tom cruise has seven films that have broken a hundred million total
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, this was his highest grossing week one ever
1: yeah it beat pirates of the caribbean for biggest memorial day release uh Oh, I was like, that's not a Tom Cruise film, bro. Yeah, no, 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 no. No, I'm talking about Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End. Right. The previous record at 153 million. This one broke it at 160. Uh, The only movies that have done better than it post COVID have been Spider Man No Way Home and Doctor Strange Into the Multiverse. Crazy. He's competing against, and it was better than Doctor Strange. I'll oh, tell you, a thousand
0: percent. I'll tell you that was a just movie. That was a better movie than Doctor Strange. I Doctor Strange was me. Yeah,
1: know? no, a hundred percent. But Doctor Strange has implications for sure. a, much, a much bigger storyline, right? I mean, so you're competing, obviously, with, higher stakes. Like you know, well, yeah. I mean, it's just it's a Marvel movie, and yeah. Marvel movies are going to generate billion dollars they're gonna get theirs yeah don't you worry about that like like no matter what they're gonna get their nut yeah but i mean this is i mean it beats batman right like, don't, don't be such a degenerate I love it, dude. It's, a it saying, dude. it's a saying dude it's a saying nobody says that okay this is it's not 1950 i bet know? people who watch top gun say it <laughs> yeah
0: dude there there was a lot of gray hairs in that theater bro <laughs> It was a lot. We were we were youngins in that theater, <laughs> and I haven't been a youngin in
1: years. Not in a theater. Usually, uh, we're the old one. I'm like, damn, I wish these kids would shut the hell up.
0: It was quiet, <laughs> dude. How great was that? It, oh. dude, it was, bro. <laughs> it was. I wish, they'd make, I wish they would make more movies for older people. Yeah. And here's the thing: if you're gonna make a movie nowadays, your your demographic sh- should be really and truly 25 to 40 because those that's the generation that grew up in theaters. Yeah. That's when, when theaters were huge, like that's, that's who was there. They remember, yeah. you know, I don't know. Food for thought.
1: Yeah. I 156 mean, million week one. I think that's pretty good. Yeah. That's actually nuts. And it was yeah. like, and like before all like the people they're like, Oh, well it had four days for Memorial Day. There's like 125 after Sunday.
0: Yeah so yeah i mean even yeah i mean it was already massive going into monday yeah you know i was just padding the stats
1: but it was so good it was so good it was like it was a movie that even i haven't said in a while that like man i would see that again in theaters
0: without question yeah like i I probably will this week you want to go sure yeah i'm thinking like maybe thursday friday
1: Well, today is Thursday. Friday, then. Uh, I close tomorrow. So maybe Sunday. Saturday? Uh, Yeah, I mean, if you want to do it. Oh, we're doing it.
0: We could do a double feature Saturday.
1: Yeah. That'd be lit. Sure. I bet. Uh, But yeah, I mean, the last movie I've ever wanted to see in theaters twice was No Way Home. And that's like the pinnacle it was the pinnacle <laughs> golly you even mention it in the same breath as that movie is praise enough for me sure absolutely um but that top gun go
0: watch it if you haven't seen it me and jared are gonna watch it again probably yeah. saturday maybe sunday i don't know yet um go watch it yes as fast as you can You get to see tom cruise run again surprise he runs again did you know they did it? I don't know if you read it. They did, they did a, uh, an ESPN article on Tom Cruise running in
1: films. No, I did yeah. hear that he, he only runs by himself.
0: Um, I don't know if that's true. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, but they had like running experts break down his form and how it's progressively gotten better. So I think the thing is, is, I think Tom Cruise has run more than any other actor in movies ever. Like ever in history, I I believe that he runs a lot
1: in the Mission Impossible. So
0: he's run. I want to say the number was like forty. He's run in forty or forty-five of like fifty. Like there are like two, three, four movies where he hasn't actually run. Yeah. So there. Look, just look up the ESPN article, and it it has a whole like they break down everything like how he's progressively gotten better, like his form has gotten better over the years. It's it's actually wild. Um, so, yeah, you get to see Tom Cruise run again. Uh, you know, surprise, surprise.
1: So, I'm looking. <laughs> hold on. Did you find it? So, he told his – I didn't look up ESPN. I will in a minute. But he told his mummy co-star that he does not like running – with people next to him in scenes so a lot of the times he's running it's just tom cruise but she told like she told the article that she set up a treadmill next to his trailer and so she would (laughs) she would purposely be running when he would go in and out of his trailer like daily that's awesome. And, and so she eventually got in a running scene in The Mummy with him. Heck, yeah. But, but apparently it's something he does not like to do, is run with the co-stars. The Mummy? Yeah. An awful remake. <laughs> oh, I had no idea it's, that existed. Yeah, it's, it's probably for the best.
0: Well, Brendan and will forever be... Well, we
1: all know how I feel about The Mummy. So
0: That's true. You see it in your dreams, actually. I, it's weird. I, it's it's I borderline
1: do. weird, bud. But, like, Universal was doing this, like... Monster Universe reboot, like a monster verse where it was gonna be like the Wolfman, Frankenstein, all those right. old. Yeah. And they butchered Wolfman is like
0: 1930s or something. Yeah. Like, that was an old and they movie. and they
1: butchered like two of the three movies to start it out. And then that the they scrapped that it. Scrapped, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> that tracks. Okay. Um let's see. I think so we talked stranger things, we talked Biosburgers, we talked top gun. I I, I think I'm Done for the yeah. day. What are we looking
1: forward to? Uh, I don't honestly don't think there's anything out this week. We're going to see Hustle in theaters, the new yes. Adam Sandler basketball movie that's coming Woo. out to Netflix. That's next. Uh, that'll be sweet. It's coming out to Netflix next Wednesday, but we are going to see it. One of the theaters is showing it in Birmingham, so and we're, we're going to go, go watch it. We're going to check it out Saturday. I'm super excited. It looks sweet. Big Adam Sandler fan. Um, and then there's just some artisan movies that are coming out this week. Nothing okay. that I've heard of. Um, so probably just be more Star Wars for me. Uh, we haven't talked to it cause Kevin hasn't watched it yet, but if, yet. Are, if you guys are Star Wars fan, definitely you, check it do out. Do you want to, you want to go through it? I mean, I'm not going to go through it a lot. I'm just saying it's Kenobi's great. Yeah. Yeah. I I've heard hear good it. things. If you're a Star Wars fan, it's everything you want it to be. Uh, you and McGregor. Yeah. Is great. Hey,
0: Christensen uh, reprised his role as well. Yeah, you I, can't.
1: I mean, you, you don't have a like, it's him, but he's wearing a helmet the whole time. So, no, I mean, he's Dark Vader, So, yeah, that tracks. Yeah. And he was last time we saw him, he was on fire.
0: He was on fire, yeah. very much so. <laughs> so, which explains the suit, really. Yeah. It's the only kind of keep, keeping him alive. Yeah. Uh, but they've done a good job
1: so far. So, definitely. Watch Kenobi.
0: Cool. I didn't mean to cut that off, man. And we talked about it before too. Like, no, you're. I
1: mean, it's definitely like they're releasing it weekly, so it's not like we got what Stranger Things gave us. Yeah, that was but massive, dude. If you're if you are a Star Wars fan, this is definitely everything you would want from a Star Wars story.
0: Sweet. Love it. Well, I think that's gonna do it for us. But Jarrett, fun fact. We have socials. Oh, we do have socials. I have a couple that I would like to point out. Point them out. Uh, We are on Facebook. uh, Silence Your Cell Phones under the subcategory of podcasts. Uh, We're on Twitter at silenced phone, Or if you just search in, search silence your cell phones. We're one of the first accounts to pop up, if not the first. Uh, We have an Instagram at silence your cell phones. Uh, We have an email address if you're interested in doing that kind of thing. I don't know why you would. It's the 21st century, but we are uh, silence phone no S, at gmail.com. Uh, if you know Jared or I personally, like on a personal level, like we're homies, then you can send us a DM. You can slide in our DMs.
1: Even if we're not homies.
0: Even if we're not no, homies. You can still slide in. in.
1: Yeah.
0: Welcome. Any and all. Equal opportunity over here. Uh, the more, the merrier, as they say. And, and then uh, we also have a Patreon, which, uh, to make a quick announcement, we will be doing a video for, and it will be for Ted Lasso. So the it came out that Ted Lasso season three is going to be the last season uh, that they do. Boom. Boo, Boom. Um, obviously, it, it's a, just a global uh, phenom. It just exploded. Everybody loves it. Jason Sudeikis is, is great. Um, the entire cast is great. They've won. I don't even know how many, what oh, Emmys, a, a billion. Like, just tons. Um, and so season three will be the final season. Jared and I, we're going to do a short, uh, thank you for a, a Twitter thing. Uh, we're also going to take the time to do a Patreon episode on just Ted Lasso. We're going to talk about our favorite Ted Lasso moments, our favorite characters. We're going to break it down why we love them, why we don't like somebody. Um, but it's all in good fun. So uh, we have a Patreon, is what I'm getting at. And it is uh, Silence Your Cell Phones. So just patreon.com forward slash silence your cell phones, and you'll see us, right? We're right there. That's us. Um, I think that's all of them. Is that, did I, I miss one? Twitter, Instagram. I think I got them all. I think you do. YouTube. Holy. Well, I mean, we're here. Yeah,
1: I guess we are here. If you're here, we're here. We are on Spotify as well. If you prefer yeah. to listen to just our voices. Sure. Because uh, I do have a face for radio. Um, <laughs> I, I, I will say the Spotify is a little behind on where we are now. I have been trying to drop some episodes in. Uh, it's a little bit longer to get the episodes edited and put on to spotify than it is just to drop the video and have it on youtube but i am slowly making our way through the back catalog so if you start listening from the beginning you'll
0: be downtown
1: you'll be caught up because i mean we're we're a month away from a year
0: (laughs) what i'm sorry i missed that
1: last part we're a month away from a year of doing this really yeah
0: a month away from a year so we got our one-year anniversary coming up it's our uh podcast verse what are we gonna call it i don't know anyways we're gonna have to do something special i'm thinking pj's pajama bottoms peanut butter and jelly sandwiches you know maybe a television screen
1: why are you so weird
0: i'm just i'm talking i'm just snowballing here it's Feel just- free to chip in uh yeah, <laughs> it'll be a good time. Uh, So a year.
1: Really? Yeah, July 4th was when we did Black Widow.
0: Oh, my gosh. We've grown. Literally. Yeah. I'm huge. I'm i have gained like 10 pounds. It's, you know, COVID season. That was two years ago.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: God. I've literally got nothing, got nothing for, for it. it. I'm still putting on the weight, buddy, so it must be it must still be COVID season, Mike
1: Yeah, COVID's just, still out
0: there Yeah, 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 yeah It got my metabolism Yep, forever, dude, long COVID That's what it is, I got it A long COVID Yeah, uh, anyways oh.
1: Well, I think we can end it on yeah, that Yeah, we've, <laughs> we've done enough to these people Yeah uh, <laughs> but thank you guys Uh, as always it's much appreciated thank you guys love you along for the ride live all of you who are listening to it a little later we do appreciate you we love you guys and until next week and see